We know Taco Bell's food is great. They've even got a whole new cantina menu with fresh new ingredients. Taco Bell is not just for late night anymore with fresh new ingredients like slow roasted chicken, pico de gallo, purple cabbage, and new avocado verde salsa sauce. Taco Bell is a great destination for your midday fuel. They have amazing menu items like cantina chicken tacos, burritos, and quesadilla. I truly do love Taco Bell. I love a Crunchwrap Supreme. It is one of my favorite things to eat. Ooh, don't wait till it's late. Try the new cantina chicken menu now. Did you know that it's Asian American and Pacific Islander Heritage Month? Macy's is highlighting some really cool AAIP-owned brands right now, like Cardin, Kaja, Emilia George, and Hey Meave. Plus, you can help support college access and student success when you donate online or round up in-store to APIA scholars. APIA is the nation's leading nonprofit organization devoted to the academic, personal, and professional success of Asian American, Native Hawaiian, and Pacific Islander students. Shop Asian American and Pacific Islander-owned brands at Macy's.com or in-store. A podcast where I try to figure out how I'm still single, even though I will let you tie me up and you can not even have sex with me and leave me in a room for a couple days and I won't call anybody to help. (laughs) My my guest today, you know her from the UCB show, I want my phone back, Anessa Frantowski! Oh my goodness. I got to tell you, I'm bursting at the seams to be here. I'm so excited to have you. And you're going to read my tarot cards. Yes. um, I should say that I am not, in fact, a professional psychic or, in fact, psychic Uh at all. But I do do this for a bit of fun, and I do have a pretty good sense of things. Okay, great. Should we just jump into this? Okay, um, sure. First of all, have you ever had your tarot cards read before? I have had my tarot cards read so many times. You have? Okay. I've also seen mediums. I've had mediums speak to dead people on my behalf. Uh Uh-huh. So, yeah, I just had a tarot card reading at the opening of Ample Hills Creamery, (laughs) which is an ice cream (laughs) shop that I talk about ad nauseum. (laughs) And they're on Hillhurst. They're open in L.A., baby. And you got to get that ooey-gooey butter cake. (laughs) Wow. I love them. They honestly don't pay me anything. But sometimes they send me free ice cream, which is great. Uh, and I just sent a bunch of ice cream to my friend's daughter for her birthday. It's the what best What a treat. Gift. Oh, that's such a nice thing. I just sent a candy basket to my nephew, and he it's loved it. It's a nice it. thing to be like, someone thought of me, and they sent me exactly what I love. Yeah. I'm a child who loves ice cream. Yeah. Okay. Fabulous. Okay. All right. So you've had this now. Okay. So I have a. I had a thought about what I, what I wanted to do. So um, I could do like a couple different 
readings, and I have a couple different sets of cards that I can talk to you about. So I have the first set. Yes. And then after that, I feel like maybe you want to pull a goddess card, which is from a different set. And then I have my own set that I've made myself uh, for a bit of light fun. And uh, I brought some supplies so you can draw your own card as well. Okay, perfect. Let's okay. do. Let's just jump right into it. Okay, so um, I'm going to hand you this, and I guess since we're on a podcast where we're going to be chit chatting about the subject, yes. Um, as you shuffle these cards, I just want you to like feel kind of like what you want to ask or talk about. Okay, and then like you can talk about it out loud if you want because this is again a podcast. But you know, just like yes. well, well, what's on your mind? Obviously, the subject of the podcast: love, yes, sex, yes, relationships. Um, coming, <laughs> dicks. Uh, yeah, putting all that energy pusses, in there. Yeah, clits. Yeah. Um, very good stuff. And then, how well do I have to shuffle these? You know, just shuffle to your heart's content as as okay. much or as little as you like. Have a I'm bit of fun with it. Bad at shuffling. Uh, you know what? Honestly, I think the way you shuffle is pretty cool too. Uh, <sighs> I think you're doing things your own way, and there you go. Okay. Um. Okay, this is fantastic. Okay, I think I shuffled to my heart's content. Okay, so put them face down uh, when you're done with that. Okay, Okay, it's very riveting to watch here. Okay. And then put them face down and then cut them into three piles. Okay. Yeah, so this uh, reading we're going to do is like we're going to have one card that's going to represent kind of the main deal. Mm -hmm. And then three contributing factors. Okay. Three contributing factors. So kind of like the main issue at hand and then uh, and then the three things that are kind of relating to it. Okay? So here we go. Okay. Oh, boy. We got a bit of a, a sword cutting a worm in half there. Okay. Yeah. We got a lion. We got the strength card. Look at that. Okay. Oh, my God. We got the emperor card. Look at that. Okay. Big old tree there. Okay. It seems like we got some eyeballs and uh, some swords being uh, and some worms in there as well. Okay. So let's look at the main thing at hand, okay? This is a five of swords, okay? Okay. Self-destruction. Oh. Yet another card of warning. The five of swords depicts the destru- destruction of the self. You'll be lured into another situation or argument you know to avoid. Your selfishness and desire for power will lead you to defeat. Pain and discord will result. Wow! <laughs> okay! Okay, so this is a bit of a this is a bit of a dark card, but it's always it usually leads to a transformation. So I'm selfish. I'm gonna get into an argument. It's gonna be my demise. Yeah, there'll be another argument. Okay, now does this remind you of anything? Because this isn't necessarily a present. This could be at any time. Has uh-huh. this ever? Does this remind you of a time? Um, I don't know if an argument led to my demise. Yeah, you seem to be not but, demised. Uh, I do. I am hot headed. Uh huh. I do get into a lot of fights. Uh-huh. With people. Uh huh. At airports and malls and <laughs> different places. Um. So I don't think I've ever lost an argument or like I've. I don't know. I just I get into a lot of fights with people. Yeah. Um, Not like friends or anything. Yeah, but it's like uh, you're passionate and you have like a sense of like, like what's right and wrong and you know. But again, this doesn't necessarily have to be now or in the future. This is just the overall issue. Okay. Mm -hmm. Like this is the overall thing. Okay. So now let's let's see how they relate. Okay. Mastery of emotions. 
It's common to think of this card as the roaring, devouring side of the lion, but look again. The strength this card suggests is much deeper force that's found within. The lion represents our most patient, composed self. He's a master of focus, compassion, and self-control. When this card comes up, you're in need of harnessing this power for yourself. All the courage you need can be found in the muscle known as the heart. Okay. 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 All right. So this might be about then like in relating to this card, this might be like like learned how to like control your like emotions or something, mm-hmm. you know? Um, I do. Well, kind of. I started taking ADHD medication and it's been a little bit easier to understand why I get so angry so quickly and it's it's a lot of things. So I have like been trying to uh, be mindful when I get a little too heated or I get like a little too sad and be like, well, what is the actual cause of this? Like, so I've just been trying to be more mindful, which is something I'm working with with my therapist, Mary. Yeah, I love Mary. Well, that's great. Yeah. Or like, yeah, like that's kind of like what it's sort of. And I mean, like uh, that uh, this is sort of about like, yeah, kind of like the completion of that sort of like phase or whatever. So that you always have what you need or that mm-hmm. sense of, you know. Anyway, I like that lion. Okay. Um, all right. So then let's go to our boy, the emperor. All right. Okay. Pretty good. Emperor's pretty good. Okay. The emperor. Protection, stability, the father. The emperor is the father. He's the tarot's perfect count- counterpart to the empress. He represents the side of you that's protective, decisive, and truly stable. He brings clarity of mind, and this in turn leads to actions and or decisions. Sometimes this card is literal and points to a paternal relationship in your life. At other times, it suggests reconnecting with the part of you that stands strong and tall and knows just what to do. With help from the sun, the emperor can see for miles and miles. Yes, I'm the daddy. <laughs> I love it. I'm the daddy who's in charge. Oh, okay. That's I love how that. I'm reading it. I love that. Well, the thing is, is that you pick the cards in a way. So that's what I think it is. I feel like if you pull a card, it's like you're talking to yourself. So it's however you interpret it is, you know, right. Great. Uh, Nine of Swords, Dark Visions, Anguish. Oh, this is a dark card. Okay. An extremely dark card. The Nine of Swords reveals the deepest shadows of the self. It indicates insomnia, nightmares, and worries in the midnight hour. Often these states are accompanied by guilt, despair, or even depression. You'll be battling with yourself, so turn to others for help. Find joy, reach out. I mean... I mean, I do not sleep well at night, but I don't think it's like anguish. Yeah, well, maybe it's just a gentle reminder to, um, like, you know, uh, turn to others for help or whatever if you feel like you need it. Maybe. If you're busy being a, a daddy lion. I'm a daddy lion. <laughs> and I'm a daddy lion who needs help sometimes. Okay. Great. I love it. <laughs> Let me pull a goddess card. Okay, let's do a goddess card. Those tarot cards were dark. They were... <laughs> Wowza. Let's do, should we do, let's do three goddess cards. Let's do a fresh. You know what? Because I tell you what, um, I did get those cards on Amazon.com, those rather tarot (laughs) cards. (laughs) Fair. I love it. You've got a book. The book tells you. (laughs) Okay. So these ones you take and these you deal yourself. Okay. Okay. Do I shuffle them? So first thing you do is knock on the top of them. 
Okay. That's supposed to like clear out anybody else's energy that's in them. Okay. That's what this one says. Okay. So this one you do yourself. You shuffle it yourself. Okay. All right. Shuffle, shuffle, shuffle. Okay. Okay. Shuffled. Okay. Um, and then cut the deck into three. One. Oh, there we go. Two. And there Three. we go. There we go. And stack them up however you like. Okay. Wow. Okay. Fantastic. Okay. All right. Hand them back. Hand them back. All right. So this one will do past, present, future. Great. Okay. We got Athena in her wisdom. Well, we got Guinevere, true love. And we got Callie, endings and beginnings. Okay. Okay. I like these. Okay. So this is uh, much more upbeat, it yeah. seems, <laughs> than the tarot cards from Amazon.com. <laughs> Honestly, I, I uh, listen. We all, uh, we all have uh, a little bit of that. Okay. okay. All right, Athena, inner wisdom. You know what to do. Trust your inner wisdom and take appropriate action without delay. Okay. So um, these cards are all different um, goddesses through many different cultures, mm -hmm. and so each one has a different meaning. So you're meant to sort of like call upon them or pray upon them. Okay. Um, message from Athena. Uh, this is sort of your past too. I'm happy to assist. I'm happy to assist you. However, you'll be most thrilled when you when you first consult your own inner bank of knowledge. For I assure you that the situation is already resolved, and that you have access to all the wisdom that the universe supplies. To access this wisdom, you must quiet your mind, surrender all worries and uh, other concerns to the loving and almighty power of the universe. Close your eyes and note the thoughts and feelings that come streaming into your consciousness. If you like, you can ask me to give you a signal that you've heard your inner wisdom correctly. But have faith. Oh, how lovely. Assure you that I have heard and that your guidance brings you and your loved ones very good news indeed. Meanings of this card. Stop procrastinating. Mm. Stop giving away your power to others. Mm. Trust your gut. Mm. Don't second guess yourself. Mm. You are correct. Mm -hmm. Notice reoccurring ideas and take action on them. Oh, okay. All right. All right, Athena. I got it. Yes, <laughs> Athena. All right. Okay. Now way more. Now way more upbeat. Now we're talking. Okay. Yeah. All right. Um, okay, let's go to uh, present. Guinevere. Guinevere, true love. The romantic stirrings in your heart have propelled the universe to deliver great love to you. Message from Guinevere. Uh, romance is not an outmoded concept. Far from it. Romance is the time-honored precept of merging with the divine as it's manifest with another human being. Whoa! Romance is also playfulness, which heralds springtime, flowers, and new life. You needn't be in a partnership to evoke romance, however. You can manifest it for yourself through laughter, surrounding yourself with beauty, and indulging in luxurious treats. Romance is the life force of the universe and a worthwhile goal indeed. Oh! So Guinevere's literally like, bitch, you gonna stay single and keep <laughs> giggling. Oh my god! No, I, I, it, she says it doesn't have to be. I think it's just sort of like you know, act as if or whatever, or you know, I enjoy. Um, but it did say that you were gonna. Okay, let's read various meanings of this card. Your soulmate relationship has arrived or is soon arriving. Oh, what a treat! I want it. <laughs> I want it so bad. Oh, I love it. I love it. Okay, there was renewed passion in an existing relationship. Oh, uh, well, I did have a man on Bumble come back into my oh, life. Oh, he's back in the picture, baby. Oh. Okay. You're a very romantic person. 
Oh, of course. Uh, your romantic needs aren't being met and you must take t- steps to alleviate this, which you are. I'm trying. You're doing just that. That's how I feel. I feel like if you, there's only so much you can do. Uh, and, and if you do whatever you can, what else can you do? All right. Um, and also, if you want to know any of the historical context of these uh, goddesses as well, mm-hmm. there's a little uh, biography as well. Okay. Um, but let me know. Do you want to know about Guinevere? No. Okay. You're, yeah. <laughs> no. You, you got, yeah, okay. No, I got it. She wants me to treat myself and romance myself. Uh, but my soulmate apparently is coming. <laughs> I'm fucking ready for it. I hear you. Oh, for sure. All right. Okay. Um, you see, if you knew, if like I could guarantee you and promise you they were, then you wouldn't, you know, worry about it. But we, there's no guarantee. No. We just sit and wait for things to happen. Uh. Okay. okay. So in your future card, Callie. Endings and beginnings. The old must be released so that the new can enter. Okay. Okay. Message from Callie. I sing praises to those whose hearts accept the universal order, which only appears to be chaotic and ever-changing. In actuality, everything is designed down to the smallest detail to be in perfect operation. The dance of the universe is a happy one with energy swirling and twirling in a never ending celebration of life itself. Join this dance, dear one, and enjoy the remarkable journey of the weavings of the story of your life. Do not fear what appears to be a change or a loss. It's only the transitioning orbit of energy interplaying with you and your loved ones. Embrace it as evidence that you're alive. Embrace your deepest emotions as a signal of your true human essence. All right. Excuse me. I like these cards. Uh, These cards are way more upbeat than the Daryl I love it. Swirl around in my life. Live, live, live. Okay. My soulmate is coming, and I'm always right. (laughs) Okay, great. Various meanings of this card. Uh, Your current changes are for the best. Keep your thoughts positive as they are very powerful. What appears to be a loss is really a beginning of a happy new phase. Let the past go. It's time to move on. Okay. Okay. All right. Do you want to hear a little bit about Callie? No. Okay, great. All right. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's like if we didn't hear about Guinevere and Athena, then we don't need to hear about Callie. Yeah. But truly. Listen, we don't even have to worry. We don't even have to deal with the other cards. I we can like, start here. Okay. <laughs> I'm here for it. I liked this. This this feels good to me. Um, I'm going to, I said it on another episode, but me and my therapist are trying to do like mindfulness and positive thoughts. Oh, I love it. When I get down, just try to be like, you're down for a time and remember the positivity in your life and think about people who love you. So yeah, my life is a, a dancing journey. I do like think I was like I think it was like I do like um oh bless you. Oh what the cute little oh that little cute little sneeze. Oh, my sneeze is the only dainty thing about me. Oh it's beautiful. Thank you. Um are you dating right now? You know I'm always trying. Okay. I'm always are you trying. on the apps? I'm on all the apps. Which ones? Okay. Uh Bumble, uh-huh. uh Tinder, uh-huh. um uh Hinge. I like Hinge. I like Hinge. I'm liking Hinge. Hinge seems be- to be where nice uh, nice people are. It's a better algorithm because I think it is friends of friends. Uh-huh. And so and then so I think like 
Um, like this one woman I know who's on it is like in the film industry and she's like, yeah, it's great. It's all like really hot guys who work in production. And I'm like, yeah, because that's like what you do. <laughs> so you get like, <laughs> that's your world. You get like kind of people closer, I guess, but I sort get of not random too close. people because uh, it's not linked to my real Facebook. Oh, it's linked to my like dummy one where I'm friends with just my family. Oh. So I can stay on the ups and haps with those people. Yeah. I, I keep Facebook for the family. We got a lot of uploads yeah. of the nephews. A lot of, lot of pictures, a lot, lot of get-togethers that I don't make it to because I be busy. Oh, yeah. But you do plop a little mm-hmm. like on there and a bit so, of a comment. Okay. And what else? Okay. Uh, uh, okay. So apparently a friend said she was going to, uh, she put in my recommendation to Raya, but as it stands, I am still on that waiting list. I mean, it is... <laughs> It is honestly like a club where there's a long line and you get in. You're like, there's six people here and they're all awful. (laughs) Ooh, we have to take a little break. Today and every day, Planned Parenthood is committed to ensuring that everyone has the information and resources they need to make their own decisions about their bodies, including abortion care. Lawmakers who oppose abortion are attacking Planned Parenthood, which means affordable, high-quality, basic health care for more than 2 million people is at stake. The right to control your body and get the health care everyone needs has been stolen. And now politicians in nearly every state have introduced bills that would block people from getting the sexual and reproductive care they need. Planned Parenthood believes everyone deserves health care. It's a human right. And that's why they fight every day to push for common sense policies that protect your right to control your own body and against policies that interfere with decisions between patients and their doctors. Planned Parenthood needs your support now more than ever. With supporters like you, you can help reclaim your rights and protect and expand access to abortion care. Visit PlannedParenthood.org future. That's PlannedParenthood.org future. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. You know, there's always something that I really need to talk about. And thank God I have a podcast. But then there's stuff that I don't want to reveal publicly. So I talk to a therapist. And listen, we all carry around different stressors, big and small. And when we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get stuff off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire, get matched with a licensed therapist, and switch therapists at any time for no additional cost. And I got to say, that's very important because the first person you meet might not be good for you. So even though it's work, you got to work to find someone who like is helpful and is good for you. So don't stick with someone just because you feel like you have to. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash date me today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash date me. Okay. Hey, did you know one in five Americans have learn a new language on their bucket list? If that's you, make 2024 the year you finally check it off the list with Babbel. Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Don't pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors or waste time on apps that don't really help you speak the language. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are handcrafted by over 200 language experts to help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. Babbel's tips and tools are approachable, accessible, rooted in real-life situations, and delivered with conversation-based teaching so you're ready to practice what you've learned out in the real 
the world. Babbel made it super easy for me to brush up on my Spanish before my vacation to Mexico. See how I said that? It's, it's better, and it sounds like I speak Spanish. It just makes traveling better, so you can like order food, ask for directions, and flirt with the locals. Me and canta muchacho. <laughs> without having to consult language apps while on vacation. Here's a special limited time deal for my listeners. Right now, get 60% off your Babbel subscription, but only for my listeners at babbel.com slash date me. Get up to 60% off at babbel.com slash date me. Spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash date me. Rules and restrictions may apply. Hey guys, Sean Hayes here. Jason Bateman, Will Arnett, and I had a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity to sit down with not one, not two, but three presidents of the United States on our recent episode of Smartless. That's because President Biden, a returning guest, brought two of his favorite pals, former Presidents Bill Clinton and Barack Obama, all joined us for unforgettable conversation. It's a historic episode of Smartless as we pry into the minds of these remarkable leaders. We'll cover everything from their time in office, America's responsibilities in the world, and their personal passions in an episode full of some candid stories, insightful perspectives, and a few surprises along the way. Whether you're a political junkie or just curious about the inner workings of the Oval Office, this episode is a must-listen. Don't miss out on this incredible opportunity to hear from three of the most influential figures in recent American history. Follow Smartless on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can also listen to Smartless ad-free by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. And we're back! <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah! Okay. Um, yeah, the apps are wild. It is the wild, wild west. It's Lately, I've been going on dates and truly... Not expecting a thing to go right. Yeah. I, I'm i like, whatever, I'm going to show up late, make you wait a little bit for me. I don't care. Yeah. Uh, try to talk minimal before we meet so I don't like get swept up and like, this person's really funny. And then I meet them and they're, they don't know how to talk or whatever. That's smart. I'm, I'm just trying to like keep my heart covered yeah. a little bit because it is... You have to be very vulnerable to keep going out on dates with people, and you like I find myself repeating myself, and because you just there's only so much information about yourself that you have, yeah. So you're just like, yeah, this is about little. It's uh, it's honestly exhausting, it, and I'm tired. Yeah, I think that's like your you, like the idea of like protecting your energy or the idea of like giving of yourself. Mm-hmm. I was like, I had my that was like my mom's advice to me because I'm a I'm a big personality and I'm a little mm-hmm. out there or whatever, and I'm all in right away and all that. Um, but my mom like my was like you know like reserve a little of yourself, you yeah. know, like a little like, and I think before I think I interpreted that as like, but that's not me being me. I'm not being me. But I was like, oh, I think she means like to protect, like to protect myself or whatever. Yeah, like, so you know, you're like, just like, oh, it didn't work out, but I was only at like 40%. Yeah. Well, also, so. I think the flaw of the apps in general is I feel like so much is accomplished with eye contact. So I mm-hmm. need to get to eye contact. So for me, it's like I would eliminate probably so many people more and I would include so many others mm-hmm. if I could make eye contact. So I feel like the texting and stuff is like a distraction to get to like, I just want to get to the eye contact. I want to smell yes. you, check out yes. your pheromones. And then yes. go from there. Are you a stinky, stinky person? Or are you uh, showered, shaved, and uh, washed up? Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's really, it is interesting 
to like look at a picture and be like, I think this person might be attractive. And then it can literally swing either way. Pictures are sometimes very deceiving. My aunt once said to me, Nicole, you're so photogenic, but like maybe not as realogenic. And I was like, this <gasps> is a nightmare. <sighs> but I do photograph very well. I, look, I mean, I'm gorgeous in pictures. And then sometimes I'm like, when I look in the mirror, I'm like, I don't. I don't, sometimes I'll look at a picture and be like, I don't think this even looks like me. And it's not even a, like an angle. This was like straight on. And I look just different. I know that's I feel like that somewhat like that can't be real because I feel like that I you look at myself sometimes and I think I'm like. I see completely different things depending on my mood. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like sometimes I like walk around like I'm the hottest thing on the planet and I like be in a sweat, like a sweatsuit at a grocery store, just like ready to flirt with anybody. Mm-hmm. And sometimes I don't know, like I can't, I can't muster it up or like, I don't know. Like it just, I was like, and I was like, I can't look that different from day to day. Like it can't be that uh-huh. different, you know? Yeah. But sometimes I'll just look in the mirror and be like, I don't think you're a pretty person. Oh. But that truly doesn't last very long because I think I'm gorgeous. Good, good. Even I know. without makeup, I have acne scars. I don't give a shit. I'm fucking opulence. Yes. Um, so I was hanging out with my... <laughs> I keep saying I'm not going to talk about people I'm dating, but... <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> so I was out with my two friends and we were at a bar and... I like looked up and I was like, that person looks familiar. And I was like, that's the person I was on a date with yesterday. And I think they're on a date with somebody else today. And I was like, oh my word. And I like clocked him. He clocked me. And then I like, I finished my story to my friend. After they passed, I was like, uh, just so you know, that's the person who I was on a date with the last night, currently on a date with somebody else. Oh and my, my friend God. was like, how are you not screaming? And I was like, honestly, I don't know. That's I didn't lying. know that was in my <laughs> wheelhouse to act normal. And then um, they sat directly behind me oh my God. because that was the only table available. And then I was like, I don't know. I didn't know what he had told her because she kept looking at me. My friend was like, she keeps turning around and like oh staring at you. Oh, and I was worse. like, well, let me turn it on in case <gasps> he said something about me so she knows I'm funnier and better than her. Oh, my God. Yeah, I was like this. And I know that like people are dating multiple people at the same time, blah, 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 blah. But I was like, oh, but this is just like directly in front of me. Oh, it's a very peculiar twist of fate for sure. This like, is not fun. No. Yeah. I. Who knows if we'll go out again? Uh, but it was just truly insane. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know, man. Like, I uh, I have a hard time to, like, uh, kind of seeing it like that, mm-hmm. you know? I mean, yeah, it's really, really, like, I and just, I think it's good to be honest that I don't like that. I don't want to know, please. Yeah, but then it's just like, how do you even have that conversation? I don't even know how to, like, have that conversation. You know what I'm saying? I would love to get to the conversation. Like, I haven't had, like, I, I would love to get to the point where I have to have a conversation about the status of a relationship. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. <laughs> Like, can I get there, please? Like, I'd love to talk about to what degree. (laughs) But then I don't even know at what point you do do that. I've never had, I've only had one talk about like a relationship where I was like, 
can we just only be dating each other? And he was like, yes. And then that's not what happened. And I was like, uh, we talked about this. And he was like, well, I'm sorry you feel that way. And I was like, this is, I feel crazy. This was like years and years and years ago. Um, but then I just don't know when you have that conversation. Like, how long do you wait? Is it four dates, five dates, ten dates, six months, three months, two months? Yeah. How long? I know, you know what? I think it's like I'm from a, a little bit of like a different time where like I think I was like like pre um, cell phones a little mm-hmm. bit with like my first love stories. And I feel like back then it was just like, I don't know, like I went out on a few dates and then that person was my boyfriend. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like it just like it like there wasn't they didn't have access to the entire universe in their yeah. phone. We lived in a town, a suburb of Toronto. And like there was only so many kids at the mall. You know, I mean, this is like there's a hundred malls. There's a thousand kids. <laughs> you could have somebody in front of you and then your phone has 10,000 more people for you. I know. And it's it is it sucks. I was thinking about it. I was like my actual like I was like my first love. I met like walking uh, by the river with friends. <laughs> You know, I was mm-hmm. like, you know, my second uh, uh, love didn't have a cell phone. We had to like meet at the location at the time we said we were going to meet mm-hmm. or we didn't meet, you know. So like I really only in the last. Uh, so this I do these new relationships in the last five years, basically, since I've been in L.A. But I haven't been able. I don't know if I've been I know how to navigate them either, you know, like yeah. I don't know. I just was like, you like me or you don't like me. Or how much you like me? Like. Tell me. <laughs> yeah, and I feel like people just drop you at the... Uh, they just, like, ghost you at the uh, drop of a hat. It's wild. It's honestly... It is... <laughs> I think I think I'm going to take a break uh, this next... In the next couple months because it's just... I don't know. I've said it before. Being vulnerable is literally inviting someone to hurt your fucking feelings. I know. It's the hardest thing in the world. And yet, like, the way you fall in love with someone is ultimately being vulnerable with them. So mm-hmm. it's always this, like, and, and I get it. And I do think that that is the right thing to do because I think that I think it is important to take breaks. And I've done that with, like, all the mm-hmm. apps and stuff because I feel like when it does start to, like, hurt your like your soul like it hurts your soul i mean let's it say, does. i'm gonna say it it hurts your soul man it hurt like i don't know how else to say it it's like there's obviously something very like like it's you know besides like procreation and like you know the species continuing mm-hmm. there's ob- there's there's like a need for it like you know like i yeah, you know people need I to connect wish i was a person who was happy with like masturbating every night but like i like the touch the feel of cotton. No, I I like the touch of a fucking person. I fantasize about what a relationship or companionship is like where I know that this person loves me and wants to hear about my day yeah. and wants to take trips with me and wants to just solely be with... I like... I want it. I want it all. <sighs> and... Wanting it and trying to find it are two separate things and it is draining and it's almost as if I have to do it twice in my life. So like I go on auditions where it is, it's not personal, but it is personal, Yeah, you know, where it's like, 
you audition, you do the best you can do, you try to make a connection, you hope that the casting likes you, you hope that the producers who watch the tape like it, you hope to book it. You hope that you start a relationship with that show and they bring you back. Or you you get cast as like a regular, whatever. And that is a lot of rejection. You go on like three auditions a week and you don't get a job. You don't get a job for months. You go on a hundred auditions, you get one job. That's like, I think the what like people say or whatever and then it's like so i gotta do that with dating too oh yeah where i'm like i meet you i'm trying to i'm auditioning to be your fucking girlfriend yeah and you like i try to like take the note you know when they're like my ex-girlfriend did x y and z and i didn't like it and it's like okay well that note is for me to never do that and you know it's like what do you like in bed what do you like to eat what do you it's it is it's it is like my job in in my job is my job in in re, in trying to have a relationship it is also a fucking job. Yeah, and it's like it is like a needle in a haystack especially like especially with like the apps and stuff like that versus like and then the only other way to approach it is to sort of be like well what is mine is going to come my way or what I meant to have is I what mean, I meant to have but I try to be fucking zenful and it's not working <laughs> I know, it's... also like texting with these fucking dudes sucks Ugh. I send a text and then I immediately go, this is it. He's never texting back. And then I'm like, well, I'm sad. I'm going to die alone. And then he texts back and I'm like, I'm so happy that I'm worthy enough to be texted. back." And it is a lot of ups and downs. And I'll tell you, I my body can't handle the emotional roller coaster that is going, that just goes into texting. You know what? And I think that, but like, you know, like that's also part of what is amazing about you though too. Like it's like, I like I don't want to squish the like the romantic soul in others. Do you know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like with all like the how you should do, should you not text, should you not be so much, blah 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 blah. I just feel like, man, you know, here's what the, what it really is. Most things aren't going to work out. That's like ninety nine point nine percent, nine 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 percent of mm-hmm. all relationships don't. So most of them are no's. It's like so. I feel like. It is like you got to kiss like a thousand toads or you got to yeah. like, you got to like whatever. It's so, or if you don't feel like it, if you're not having fun, if it's mm-hmm. exhausting you, you can sit back and then you can sort of be like, cause probably the, like the people that you're meant to meet, you'll probably still meet. At least that's just mm-hmm. what I'm still like. That's what, I mean, that's, I'm, I'm still choosing to believe that, that whoever you're meant to meet, you're meant to meet. And mm-hmm. if it's going to happen in a year or five years or 10 years or whatever it is, it's just like, I believe that it's already like kind of there and that I can either like just be really upset until that happens or I can just be like, if I feel like going out, I'll go out. If I don't feel like going out, I won't go out. Uh, the both are fine. Yeah. You know? I know. Both are fine. Ugh. But it's what, all, but are also, you dating someone right now or no? Um, I'm not dating anyone um like in particular. I had like I've yeah, I've been yeah, yeah. And but I'm always like going out on mm-hmm. like a first date or yeah. Maybe I've been seeing one person for a few months, maybe. Ugh, congratulations. Um <laughs> Oh my god, Nicole. <laughs> But uh, but not really, but not really, like, uh, but not really, but not really. I honestly, it has been so easy. So I went out last night with two 
my, uh, one friend who just got engaged and then another friend who's in a long distance relationship and he was in town. And so we were texting the three of us and then one was like, oh, I think I'm going to bring my, you know, my boyfriend. And then the other one was like, I think I'm going to bring my boyfriend. And I was like, great. I'll bring my fucking imaginary boyfriend. I can't wait to fucking be the fifth wheel of this dinner. <sighs> and then... <laughs> I know, man. I know. I know. And I was, I just, everyone's relationships. Okay. So dinner last night was fine. It was fine. I wasn't like the fifth wheel. We're all friends. It's great. But the way that the table was set up was it was one couple on one side of the table, another couple on the other side of the table, and then me at the head of the table. (laughs) It's like, I am the head of nothing. (laughs) I'm the head of no relationship. (laughs) And it just very much exacerbated that, like, I am alone. I can't even sit next to somebody at a fucking table. And then um, it was, like, a lovely dinner, whatever. We had fun. We went and got drinks after. And I I just started thinking. I was like, both of them were in pretty easy relationships. And I asked my one friend, I was like, when did you guys start dating? I don't remember how you began. You were just like together. And he was like, yeah, we went out a couple times. And she was like, yeah, and I didn't realize we were dating. And he was like, and that's how it happened. And I was like, good Lord. And then my other friend was like, yeah, we just met at a party. And then that was it. And I was like, ah. And then my roommate, you know, John, good old John Mil- Milheiser. Hey, he, John. Met this dude on Bumble. They went on a date, and then like he was, they just like were in love. And I, I know. Was like, How? Why is it so easy? I'm gonna start sobbing. Oh. Why is it so easy for everybody else? Oh my god! I hear you're you. watching me have a nervous breakdown. Oh Nicole! Oh my goodness! I understand. <sighs> oh my god! I understand. It's wild. I, I understand. I understand. It's really like. Uh, and listen, I uh, I also I haven't uh, you know uh, been in a relationship since uh, I've, I've been to Los Angeles, and mm-hmm. it does feel impossible. It does feel impossible, especially in such a place that's so big with so many people. Yeah, and I I I, I do think it's important to let these feelings out, though, because I I think that so many people don't talk about this or like. Uh, or or shut this part out and we pride like so much like people who are like too cool to care mm-hmm. or people who are unbothered or this kind of thing but I was like man like what a shame like what a shame that like that that m- more people aren't like like I, I there's like there's not as many love songs anymore that I that people aren't more excited to love I feel you know what I mean like that yeah. that that the culture of dating now and the has changed where it's like people don't value falling in love they mm-hmm. see it as a distraction they see it as like something that takes away you know or they see it as like you know denying them other potential opportunities mm-hmm. and people don't like acknowledge how amazing it is you know yeah. I dating is like being in a bodega where you're like I could buy these chips or all these chips. Yeah, but I think you're look you're just craving a, a deep connection and I think again like it's like it's like you wanting that so badly is like it's also your greatest gift. Like that like I really do feel that not everybody cuz people tell you like all the time like just stop focusing on it. Like focus on other things or like whatever. And I was like, "No, man, if you're like if that's who you are, if that's your soul." Like I was like, "Never. Never. I can never focus mm-hmm. on anything else." Okay? Never. I'm always well, like because I think for some people that's part of their calling and their purpose. Mm-hmm. And I think for some people it really is like connection and like, you know, connecting with humans. You said it earlier, you know, like 
that's why it's like such a strong thing in you, you know? Well, also, I, I've i wanted to be in love for forever. Yeah. I think ever since I could remember, I've also been like a very sexual person for a very long time. Like when I was, I don't know, I knew what sex was from a very young age, was uh, appalled. I was like, Daddy did that to you, Mama? And she was like, yes. Uh, anyway, <laughs> but then like I found like erotica books and... I went to Spencer's and bought or stole a vibrator at a very early age and was yeah. using it. So like I've always been pretty sexual and I've always like wanted a boyfriend and I've always wanted to be in love. And I guess it was a want that was in the back of my brain when I decided to focus on being a comedian and acting and pursuing that super hard and yeah, sure, I'd get drunk and like hook up with people or whatever, but I never was like, I need to make this a focus. Um, and then the older I get, the more I'm like, I do want a companion. And yeah. if I just stop thinking about it, it's not going to happen. Nobody's coming to my house knocking on my door saying, I'm so sorry, you ordered a boyfriend and I'm here, you know? And when I go out to bars with friends, I'm not, you know, cruising. I'm not looking to hook up with people. Also, LA is to me very clicky and it's hard to like just like make a friend at a bar. In New York, you go to a bar by yourself and you leave with 20 new friends. Yeah. Or you like go home with somebody. I feel like that or at least for me it doesn't really happen here. Um Yeah, I have such a hard time finding people in bars here. Yeah, and, and I just don't think again like from what even like you've said it's like you also don't like you're holding out for something great. I also don't think you want like uh, a a random person or or just like it's like you're looking for like the the companion, not just a companion, right? You're looking yeah. for a real deal thing. I would really honestly love to find a person not to spend the rest of my life with, but to spend the next chunk of my life yes, with. Yes, I like to think of it as a chapter. You yes. know, and the people, I don't think about relationships as being like failures if they end. I feel like they're important chapters mm -hmm. for like different phases and stuff of your life or whatever. Right. So it's like, yeah, sometimes, uh, you know, whatever. Like sometimes things last a while. Sometimes it's a short time. Mm -hmm. But as long as people are kind and loving throughout. Mm -hmm. Anyway. But um, I would I would like something more than like two months. Yeah. Well, that's what I mean. You know? I, no, you deserve like that's the thing you have. You have all this love to give. Of course, man. Like, of course. And it, it, it does seem crazy to me that like I was like, I know there are millions of people who feel this way. That's mm -hmm. why this podcast is so popular. And that's because people people really there's so many people who feel this way. But again, it's just kind of not like popular yeah, to talk about cool to be like i want to love yes i want to love and i want to love right away as yes. soon as possible please i mean <laughs> i also and okay so i have just been googling things like when when do you start kissing someone hello or like what does it mean when he says this and there's always some sort of wild answer and then i keep finding these like helpful things for women where it's like be mysterious go away for a little bit make him want you and i'm like but why yeah why do i no. have to be mysterious no why can't i say i like you very much i'd like to enter a relationship with you is that something you would be into oh yes yes great 
uh, let's how do we start it? <laughs> yeah, I, I agree. I don't I don't really believe in seduction because it's like, what are you seducing? It's like you're get. it's like it's like persuading a lie mm-hmm. to, to come hang out with you or whatever. Right. I do believe that. Yes, absolutely. It's like, OK, this is like what my dad said about my mom, which I thought kind of summed mm-hmm. it up. OK, so my 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 mom and my brother and my dad. So my parents have been together a long time and they went through immigration together and, and they're they're like uh, bonded. Um, so, uh, my, my brother and my mom are arguing about something, whatever my brother kind of takes off and my dad kind of goes, and my mom can be very like, you know, opinionated, mm-hmm. et cetera. Um, and my, uh, my dad goes, you know, he goes, some people like think some of the stuff that mom does is annoying, but me, I think it's kind of cute. and I was like that's the key like I was like you picked her so what you think she does you think it's that's charming you picked her whereas like she's our mom so Mm -hmm. like we're like you know whatever like you know kids get annoyed with their parents or whatever because we didn't pick each other right Mm -hmm. so I was like ah that was like kind of a click for me I was like that to me is like what it is it's like it's just like you don't have to do anything it's just finding the person that already likes Mm -hmm. whatever you are you know, and they're yeah. going to think whatever like that stuff is the best or whatever. Now, yeah, like you can change up your Tinder profiles and yeah, like you'll attract different kinds of people if you change your photos and all of that. But it's like still kind of doesn't matter. It's like the person that likes you for who you are, that's going to fall in love with mm-hmm. you is all, is going to like it all. And all the shit I used to worry about, too, like if I like gained weight or this or that, if like whatever. And it's like, you know mm-hmm. what, man, like it's like that person like I, I that did help me a lot where I was like oh like when I first like like I never like didn't think I couldn't imagine someone being attracted to me when I was younger so that was like a shift even when mm-hmm. I was like oh like somebody oh somebody can like my kind of body or so you know or something mm-hmm. else you know yeah I go in and out of so I like I fully accepted what I look like my body I don't have great titties neither do i neither do i minor i always warn people they you warn people yeah i'm kind of like listen uh they look good in pictures but i'm talking (laughs) i say uh, my boobs are 30 percent armpit i don't warn people i just i have to sneeze (gasps) adorable (laughs) it's so dainty stupid (laughs) i don't warn people i just i'm like they're there if you want to play with them whatever find my nipple uh <laughs> but all 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 titties are great like I mean, and I feel, I feel like most uh people but most people are agree about that right i like there's less people picky about boobs right i i don't know i just know that that's like the one thing i'm self-conscious about but i also always take them out now because i i uh, is it is what it is i can't change them uh, specifically because I'm too big to be put under to change them. Um, and then my body, I'm like, it's a big one. It's what I have. If I want to change it, I can, whatever. Keep the lights on. I need to see your dick. Also, you got to see yeah. this body. I don't care. Um, but then sometimes I'll be like driving and I'll be like, well, why would someone want to date me? <gasps> and uh, And it has nothing to do with my body. It has everything to do with like me as a whole person. I'm like so loud. I am very silly. I have dumb ideas. I just feel like it I'm just too much of everything for someone. And I know that that's like a shitty way to think. But then like sometimes people will tweet at me and be like, well, you do have to like, you know, put some of yourself away. It's too much. It's off putting. No. And I've had friends say the same thing and 
I just go through like these ebbs and flows where I'm like, no, I'm going to be fully myself. And then sometimes I'll be with a dude and be like, well, how much is too much? Like, I don't want to scare you away because I've said, you know, dick too many times or I've made too many cum jokes or I said something about somebody that was rude. I no, but but because none of none of that stuff is is matters because what matters is underneath anything the the like the essence of who you are so somebody who loves you will will see where all that comes from they'll see the roots of who you are like they'll mm-hmm. see like the so so like the, you're right in the sense of like if you were trying to appeal to the the mass population mm-hmm. you would have to make adjustments accordingly you'd have to get your even as a comedian your comedy would have to get broader you'd well, have to like or whatever is fully subjective you're funny or you're not funny but then it's like but are people subject like so I, so but you're not looking for to please everybody no. you're right you're right you are too much for most people 100 uh-huh. percent every every strong woman with any kind of personality is that you're already too much for most people. But then but then on top of that, like, but it's like you don't need most people. You need like what? Five in a lifetime, maybe? One, yeah. two, three. One, like yeah. you only need a couple. So I mean, here's the thing. We've all got good odds, but it's just we're playing in this infinite pool. We're playing in a pool of infinity now. So, uh. so because, you, listen, if, I, if, if this was 50 years ago and you were like in a town and you had like 50 guys in the town to choose from mm-hmm. and there was the fireman and the, this guy and the guy at the grocery store, whatever, it's like that's how it was before. Now it's like, yeah, of course, with, with the amount of people we have access to, again, we're just, we're, we're just adding more no's to the pile. Mm-hmm. There's still only going to be that one or two, you know? I mean, at this point, I'm like, why don't I just 90 day fiance myself, find someone in I Thailand, bring them over. I absolutely say, think you, you should. <laughs> to love me. I brought you here. Um, well, listen, first of all, I don't think there's anything like I like I mean I don't think there's anything wrong with also like expanding to other parts of the world as well. Um we could talk all day about 90 Day Fiance. I won't go there. I won't it's go there. It's the a wildest show on television. It, I fucking love it. It's really really crazy, but I also I also think it's really educational about the same subject that we're talking about because it it highlights what people think love and marriage mm-hmm. is in an interesting way and people value have different things some people are brain brain people um and some people are like feelers like and you probably like it's like you're a feeler like you would base something on mm-hmm. how you feel and some people are just more like i need somebody who is this age and has an a, a, mm-hmm. a, a profession that is like one of like the the suitable you know like some people are just more like they're looking for someone who ticks the boxes yes. or whatever you're you're probably connect you you you're talking about like the the connecting Feels. on the soul i like want to feel i just want to like feel butterflies when i see somebody yeah. i just like want my pussy to quiver when i see yes. them i just want yeah i just want to be with someone who like excites me i i do think that you will get that and i think that you have to keep painting that picture and 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 fight to keep your imagination alive and don't let like don't let the actual circumstances of what's happening quell mm-hmm. quell your imagination because you're painting the picture just like you've painted the picture for other things that you've done in your life like you've mm-hmm. you know like so you're and you're you 
you you are not willing to settle in a way like you are like you are basically you know what it is intuitively what it is that you're craving mm-hmm. and you haven't found it and that's frustrating but that means at least you know what you want oh i'll tell you i've been trying to settle for a long long time <laughs> i went on <laughs> i've been trying to settle i was settling for this one guy went on a couple dates with him uh he broke up with me and was like i think you like me too much and i was like Ugh, not one person likes you <laughs> Just try <laughs> this other guy went out with oh a bunch God. and I was like, you're bad, but like, I'm going to settle and then I'm going to chase you even after you've said you were done. I, ugh, I'm constantly trying to settle. Anessa, I'm, <laughs> this oh. is a downer of a, <laughs> oh my I'm God, sure everyone's going to listen to it and be like, well, Nicole went home and killed herself after oh this episode. Oh my god, Nicole, Nicole. But you know what? Honestly, you, you like you've said before like that you have like uh I was like I've I've never seen you this vulnerable. Like you're like this like you are really like whatever work it is you're doing and I know it's hard work like self-care and all of that mm-hmm. and I know that's hard work. Whatever it is you're doing, it's like you're 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 sharing your soul with people that's like that's pretty pretty incredible you know like it's like Thank you. it's really hard man to because f- people are feeling this way people are really feeling this way and it's like you know nobody wants to admit it mm-hmm. no you know i think i started well uh gabris john gabris is the one who came up with this whole idea he was mm. like do a fucking podcast where you talk about you know love and sex and have dudes you fucked on and i was like okay Oh, all right. And then I like pitched it and everyone was like, cool with it. Jake and me were like, yeah, we love it. But what if you get a boyfriend? I was like, I don't know. You've got more faith in me than I do. Um, and I guess the reason why, I guess I have a problem with vulnerability. So I was like, this will force me to open up in a way, in an honest way, because I do want to have honest conversations with people about love, sex, and relationships. Um, and... I do think it has been healing to like hear other people struggle. Yeah. Or like just hear how easy, like when love is love, it seems like it's easy. I agree. I agree. I know it, it until it's not. Of course, like yes. there, there's like there's life struggles, but I think that there is like a, a philosophical shift in 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 love, like where like the, my best experiences. Uh, have been like when you're on on the same team where mm-hmm. it's like so instead of this person makes me feel a certain way like uh the way they treat me that made me feel bad when you did that it's like you're going into things knowing that the person is never out to hurt you mm-hmm. they're on your side you know <sighs> but listen i mean dating and love are kind of two different things like yes. you know so it's just like it, it, it's very rare that you're going to go on a date with somebody and fall in love with them. That's just going to be mathematically rare. Yes. And uh, it's so weird that I can separate it for like auditioning. Uh-huh. Uh, but I cannot do that with people. Absolutely. Although now, now I've been going into, because I guess I go into every audition being like, well, I'm not going to book it, whatever. And then lately I've been going into dates just being like, I'm not going to book it, whatever. Uh, he's not going to like me, whatever. Uh, I don't care anymore. And I have been like being more myself and like not dialing it back because for a while that's what I was doing. I was like, don't be too. The only thing I dial back right now is affection. I don't know what's appropriate. I I don't know. Like physical, you mean? Like Yeah, I don't know. Me personally, I don't like touching. I don't like being touched until I know you. 
Uh, like if we're meeting for the first time, please don't touch me. Yeah. Don't, no shoulders, no hands, please don't. Until like, I'm ready. Yeah. Uh, and then like after we've been out a couple times, I'm like, well, I want to hold your hand. Do I just hold it? I want to like touch your thigh. Do I do it? Yeah. It's ugh, it's just the whole thing is fucking exhausting. And I'm tired. I'm going to take a nap. Anessa, do you have anything you want to promote? <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> I'm oh going to go God. home and take a fucking nap. Um, I mean, do you want to pull uh, a, one last card from my own deck? Sure. Okay. Honestly, I feel I really do feel uh, honored to have been here with you today for this particular Thank podcast. Thank you, where I was just going through it. You were going through it. I know. And I'm so I sorry. Truly I really almost started crying at one point. Uh, but I, honestly, that's like, oh, I understand. And honestly, I really do. Like, her, why don't you um, pick one last? Uh, this is a homemade deck. Because really. So just pick one. Yeah. Because really, we can get what in, any message that we want to get. There you go. Look, you got a little merman here, and he's got okay. a big old uh, he's got a big old uh, thing that they hold the a merman. Fork. Yeah, you got a merman king there. Okay, oh, yeah. I got there King we... Triton. Yeah, you got King Triton. What uh, does that mean? Yeah, you know what? Honestly, these ones we make up ourselves. So uh, great. Uh, that means a man is swimming towards my pussy. He's gonna stick his big dick in me. Yes, and he's gonna say, Nicole, I would I want to just date you. I don't want to date nobody else. And I want to keep sticking my fork in you. I'm going to twist you up like noodles. <laughs> and uh, we going to love forever. Love That's it. That's what that card means. Yay. What a treat to end it that way. Yeah. And not with me saying I'm going to take a fucking nap and die. <laughs> and I said, do you have anything you want to promote? Um, well, I do a bit of advice on my Instagram, Anessa Comedy, I-N-E-S-S-A Comedy. Yeah. Mm-hmm, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then I'm, I'm on uh, two teams at UCB, Thirst Trap and Squadron. Yes, yes, yes. If you haven't had a chance to see Anessa live, you got to. It's very great. Sometimes her titties are out. It's a good time. She's very funny. Thank you very Um, much. And if you like this episode, please rate it five stars. Um, If you write a nasty little uh, comment hitting on me, I'll read it. You can DM them to me. You can email me, baconcansave at gmail.com. But here, this person wrote, Hey, girl, I'd like to part those luscious booty cheeks, slide a hose up your anus, (laughs) give you an enema so I can crawl up in you and live inside you (laughs) and share all your experiences like coming when you come. Oh, Um, Let's see. That's one of the better ones, I think. Yeah. And here's another one. Uh, this is on iTunes. It says, the new Adele remix. Hello, it's me. I just wanted you to know that I don't have a small pee-pee. Hello from the other side. Take my pee-pee for a ride. <laughs> so, yeah, if you you um send me some stuff. Oh, this person. Oh, don't read this on air. Okay. Um, great. Thank you so Yay. much. Bye-bye. A Team Coco production. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network, so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, 
we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at T-Mobile.com slash network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. Whether you're a morning person or a bedtime procrastinator, everyone deserves a mattress that works for their style. And you'll find the best mattress for you at Ashley. The new Temper Adapt Collection at Ashley brings you one-of-a-kind body-conforming technology, making every sleep tailored to be your best. The collection also features cool-to-the-touch covers and motion absorption to help minimize sleep disruptions from partners, pets, or kids. Shop the all-new Temper Adapt Collection at Ashley in-store or online at ashley.com. Ashley, for the love of home.